You're listening to Make It Thrive, the company culture podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie Benton, culture consultant and founder of Liberty Mind, and I want to inspire people to create unique company cultures where our human potential can thrive. In this podcast, I talk to organizations and employees about the impact of company culture. Together, we can make it thrive. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Make It Thrive. Well, hasn't the world changed since I started this season? I'm not quite sure any of us could have expected how the world and our working lives would change dramatically and probably forever. I don't like to trigger people because I know change can be a really sore topic and not all of us cope with change in the most positive way. But I truly believe that advantage comes from adversity and we can learn so much from the experiences that we're going through and use it as vital lessons to move forward, become more resilient and stronger than ever before. I hope the questions I've covered so far in season four are helping you think differently about your company culture or maybe even start thinking about some of the positive changes you would like to make, especially as we start to come out of this crisis. If you've just joined us, then don't forget to check out our previous three seasons where we've been interviewing experts and companies about the things they're doing to make big impact in their company culture. If you're a regular listener here, I would truly appreciate it if you could rate and review us on the platform you're listening on, as that helps us make this podcast go so much further, which in turn means more of us are becoming conscious of the role company culture plays. This will be the last episode of season four, as season five is shaping up to be a seriously juicy one and I'm super excited to start getting those interviews live. Trust me, I think it's going to be one of our best yet. So wherever you are, don't forget to click subscribe so you can keep up to date with those interviews that are coming out soon. Now on to this week's company culture question. So this week's question is, what's the one thing that still surprises you but shouldn't about views on the role of company culture? Wow, that's a good one. (laughs) And as always, it's not a short answer. Um, One of the big myths I really detest about company culture is it's just the fun stuff or the fluffy stuff. And no, no, it isn't is my answer to that. Company culture is how you do everything in your business, how you answer the telephone, the atmosphere when you walk through the door, how you recognise people, the language you use when you talk to each other, how you talk to each other. There is so much more ingrained in company culture than just the fun stuff, than just the free fruit Fridays or the ping pong table. It really encompasses so much more about the actions and behaviours of your team and how you also treat your customers. You know, ultimately, your culture is also how you make people feel. If people don't feel connected, driven and fulfilled, then you don't have a culture. Culture really helps us to feel much more connected. 
And I always like to imagine a company culture as a bit of its own ecosystem, just the way we might separate, you know, our work environment to our home environment. Each has different feelings about it, or even rooms in a house. The way you feel in your bedroom might be very different to the way you feel in your kitchen. And it's all because of the actions and behaviours and the customs that we're used to within these environments. And it is just the same when it comes to our company culture. It's this ecosystem. It kind of exists even without us knowing that we're participating in it sometimes. Even companies that don't work on their culture have an unconscious culture. They're just not aware of how they're influencing behaviours and actions. In my experience as a culture consultant, I haven't just helped people change cultures. I've personally experienced really poor cultures because how you treat people in your culture says more about your company than those fun work perks you've spent thousands of pounds on. So I thought I'd share with you a few personal experiences just to hammer this home. So from my past experience, let's say your boss brings in sweet treats, um, you know, those cookies that land on your desk. um, And, you know, you all put in for birthday gifts as well. That's a real common one in a lot of companies. But then there's a complete separate lunchroom for the warehouse staff and for the office staff. What does that say about company culture? That actually there's almost like a segregation between those two teams and that they're not part of one organisation but actually there's a divide and there's a mistreatment, a subtle mistreatment but there is an identified mistreatment between one group of people and another group of people and this inequality shouldn't really exist because fundamentally the entire company is moving towards the same goal, the same mission Each person in their own way, in their own role, is supporting the business in helping to achieve sales and ensure customers are happy. There's another example I'd like to give that, you know, maybe you don't pay people the overtime they're due, constantly forgetting it every payday until someone has to awkwardly speak up about their pay. Again, What does that say about your culture? That you don't truly value people's time? There are so many examples that I could give about poor company cultures. Unfortunately, it's something that is so often on the bottom of the to-do list. And when businesses start to go through dramatic changes or experience a crisis like we're in, the first thing they do is put the pain onto their people. They don't really sit back and respond effectively. They react. It's a knee-jerk reaction. And this is so dangerous because the very people who should be passionate about the business, who should want to help it succeed, are instead the ones who are punished. And that's a real shame when it comes to company culture. Now, the second myth that I'm going to cover is that it's unrelated to business goals. Company culture again, is just the stuff to keep people um, at work. It's the stuff to, you know, reduce, you know, uh, recruitment fees. It's just a way to, you know, ensure that 
people aren't going to have so much time off sick. But it's always related to business goals. At the core of company culture is vision and mission. Where the company is headed, that ultimate goal. This means the the culture drives the business towards that goal. Without it, you're stagnant or coasting, in fact. You're just existing. You're not really going anywhere. And the truth is, these kind of cultures can become highly toxic. In fact, a survey by Breathe HR found that toxic workplace culture costs the UK economy £15.7 billion per year. That's an astonishing amount of money that people are wasting because they don't work on their culture. And even sadder than that, women are more likely, 23% more likely, to leave a job due to the culture than men. Now, I'm not sure on the specifics of why this is. Maybe as women, we need more flexibility. We need more support so that we can have a work-life balance as we are still often the sole care providers in the family. But the truth is, we can have successful and effective company cultures that support everyone in fulfilling their potential. And the truth is, those people can also help you move towards the business goal because once they know it, they're passionate about it, passionate about it, and they understand where the business is heading and how their role impacts that goal, people become much more engaged, much more driven and motivated. Now, the third myth that I really want to bust is you only need to sort it when there's a problem. That's what I often hear about culture. The big old culture change um, buzzword is gets banded around because it seems that until something drastic happens, like a new CEO steps in or the business has to dramatically change its operations, that's only when a culture change happens, when there's a big problem. The truth is you have a company culture whether you like it or not. I discussed this in the last episode at the very conception of the business because it's influenced by the founders, how they act, how they talk, where they put their priorities. Sorting it when there's a big problem is like turning a ship around. It takes more time, more energy, and you have to take it slow because there are pre-existing attitudes and beliefs you have to work on changing. You know, the the age-old, it's always been done this way, so why bother changing? It's so much hard work to change a culture dramatically than it is to consistently make small culture improvements. When you work on culture consistently, you can adapt quicker. You're a speedboat. You can manoeuvre to changes in the world around you faster than the ship. You're closer to the water as well, which means you know which changes you should be making that will make a big difference to your people. So honestly, there's no one thing that still surprises me about the views on the company culture. Just recently, I've had so many interesting conversations around company culture because it seems during this crisis, people have kind of woken up. Last year, I felt like I was almost sat on an island on my own talking about company culture, banging the company culture drum. I felt a little bit like I was 
out of my depth, really, that nobody really wanted to listen. And all of a sudden, because of this evolution that we're going through, because people don't want to go back to the rat race or back to the way things were, because people want an actual work-life balance and to live a slightly slower, more mindful pace of life, all of a sudden companies are realizing that they're going to have to change. They're going to have to adapt. And so recently, company culture has become quite a priority. And don't get me wrong, this gets me so excited But what I don't want to see happen is the trend to drop. This is something that always needs work. Culture is something that we have to continue to progress with because there will always be changes and things that happen in the world that will change how our business operates. As we've seen with COVID-19, you know, so much has changed. People are remote working. People are wanting more safety and security. And it's highlighting so much in many company cultures. But this won't be the end of change. More changes will come. Environmental issues that we haven't even seen yet may disrupt our businesses. Technology, the emergence of artificial intelligence and that becoming quickly adopted will also change our workplaces. So we mustn't just see this one experience as just a bump in the road. We have to see it as a consistent way of improving and learning and building. We can't just remain complacent about our company culture. So I hope that question has intrigued you today and I'd love to know if there are any things that really surprise you about company culture. So don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter and share with me what surprises you about company culture or what's still going on you feel in the realm of company culture. Thank you so much for listening to the Make It Thrive podcast. I truly hope you've enjoyed this season. Season five, as I said, is shaping up to be one of the best yet, I personally feel. Um, We've got experts talking about shortening the work week, specialists on neurodiversity in the workplace, and how you can create a culture that supports employee development. So make sure you subscribe to the Make It Thrive podcast so you can get notified when we're next alive and kicking. And if there's one last thing you could do that would make my week, it's give me a little review on whichever platform you're listening on. The more people that listen, the more we can begin to change the workplace for the better. Thank you so much and have an amazing week. You've been listening to Make It Thrive, the company culture podcast with me, your host, Lizzie Benton. If you've enjoyed listening and want to keep up with all things culture, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to welcoming you back next week.